Welcome to Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. And we've had another long hiatus. Uh, second verse, same as the first. We both got sick as fuck this time. So that was great. Yeah, you uh, became a fungal monster from Last of Us. And I decided that the only thing cooler than working in comics at 38 was to get asthma as a permanent condition. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't work in construction. We are a couple of nerds. Yeah, yeah, no, I, so I, just as I was getting over my last time being sick, uh, I got really sick again, and the doctor yeah, put me on steroids and antibiotics together, um, which then killed all the bacteria in my body, good and bad, which then caused a fungal infection in my throat. Uh, and so I literally just finished three weeks of antifungal medicine like a couple days ago. So yeah. I'm alive, finally. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 happened. That was a thing. And yeah. then I, I, yeah. And then as I have like a weird uh, turns out asthma, bunch of inhalers, bunch of great stuff all the time. Um, EpiPens are a real thing. All of that. Like uh, I did. Um, this is fun. I did a, a, a nebulizer. Okay. And um, so you breathe into the. You breathe this mythical, beautiful steroid for like ten minutes. I'm pretty sure I could have punched through walls after that. My eye was vibrating. My fists were clenched. I think I could have overturned a car. So basically it turned you into Bane. Uh, or like or like Venom or whoever whoever you want to go with. But I'm, I'm pretty sure like, like 50-50. If you gave me a car, I could probably flip it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't want to drink coffee anymore. I just want to. Uh, I just want to do nebulizers. Oh boy. So I uh, I got that sick. So yeah. So cool. So a couple of cool dudes having a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right as I was about halfway in between the second and third time being sick here, um, I had one fun thing that I got to go to, which I, I can talk about for a minute. Which was I got to be a guest at the 35th anniversary uh, Ghostbusters fan fest. Oh my gosh! Tell them who you tell them who you met, John. So, I met a, so I met a, a lot of bizarre people. Not just you know, like I saw Dan Aykroyd was there, Ivan Reitman, uh, Dave Coulier, who was one of the voices on the uh, animated series. But the MC for the event, the guy who was dressed as a Ghostbuster and singing and dancing and talking to everybody, was Cato Kalen. <laughs> I don't know why Cato OJ did it. Kalen um, is emceeing a Ghostbusters fan event, but he was there and he was like jazzed to be there. It wasn't just that like he was, you know, collecting a paycheck. He was ha probably having the most fun of anybody at this event. Yeah. Weirdly, I know several other people who went up to that because again, nerd, whatever. Um, but they all said Kato killed it. He did. He did. He was chatting with people. There was a, an 80s nostalgia band that played for a while. And he came up and just kind of grabbed the microphone and started singing back up with them, which I'm sure, you know, for an 80s nostalgia band living in L.A. must have made their day. Uh, I, I doubt that they, going into this gig, expected that Kato Kalen was going to be their backup singer. So that must have been cool for them. Right. Uh, I, I got to go up because I'm uh, trying to promote the uh, Ghostbusters Blackout game that I made for IDW that's coming out this August. And that was cool just seeing a lot of people in Ghostbusters outfits that were excited to to play this game. Uh, but yeah, it was it was all very strange. Um, 
Bai Ling was there and she kept trying to get in on an organized Ghostbusters dance troupe that was had a full Ghostbusters medley dance performance that they gave. And she just sort of wandered on the stage and started dancing and they continually had to shove her off, which was kind uh, of yeah, fun. Bai Ling weird, man. Bai Ling was weird. You and I now have Bai Ling experiences. We're like Bai Ling bros. <laughs> We're like bilingual. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we also didn't have that loaded that nope. we did not discuss this. No, um, we didn't. Um, also there for some reason, Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk, uh, was signing autographs. Uh, Taryn Manning from Orange is the New Black was there signing autographs. Neither of them had anything to do with the Ghostbusters whatsoever, uh, but they, they were there. Taryn Manning is a uh, lion hair. She's she no that you're thinking of Natasha Natasha from uh, uh, the Natasha, recent yeah Natasha the, Leone and she was in Russian Girl no this was the uh, Taryn Manning is the like the meth head girl the like r- really religious oh, meth oh yeah 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 I like her She's yeah great. yeah uh, and it was funny at one point they had some like guys you know shooting video for their website or or whatever their channel and they're asking like how has Ghostbusters affected your life and the answer is clearly not at all she's just there because her agent. <laughs> for some reason, booked her to be at a Ghostbusters fan fest. Uh, yeah. But it was, it was I, a I weird day. Ticket at that fan fest, so um, they booked some celebrities to make up for that. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. weird day. Um, but that was fun. <laughs> weird, yeah. but fun. Yeah, good for you. And, you, and your Ghostbusters Blackout game, <laughs> I don't like cooperative games. That's a great game. You really just nailed it out of the park. Oh, so thank you. Well, uh, and it looks great. And so even even if you're not a fan of playing so, it, like you, you lot, at least show it. Or doing excellent graphic design, um, or art direction. I'm sorry, but it is a, a very fun game. Like I, I actually would play it. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm excited. It comes out in August, so there's there's my shameless plug of the day. Uh, but uh, anyways, on to bread and circuses things since you know it's been a little uh, bit. The first thing is now you have officially shipped off all copies for Pun Pong, right? We have totally fulfilled that at this point. We have fulfilled. If you have not received your copy, it's uh, because of a legal issue, and it will be fixed. But yeah, Pun Pong's done. So yeah. let's never talk about we taught we bought us all sheet again. Yeah. So so piggybacking up that if you if you back the game and you do not currently have it. Send us an email. Send us a message on Kickstarter because you you should have it by now. Um, and if you don't, US, we'll make it right. Yeah, there's a USPS rule, um, United States Postal Shipping. I uh, yeah, and we we ran into a, an issue with it. So if you didn't don't have a game, please message us. We'll get it to you. And then uh, that's it. That game's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now we have our proofs in for our next game, Council of Verona. Uh, which, boy, we were just talking about a game that looks beautiful. This game looks beautiful. It is stunning. Yeah. Are we talking about ourselves too much? It's so good, though. It looks, I mean, honestly, it, it does. It looks great. Everybody we've shown it to has been very excited about it. Uh, so we're yeah. getting ready right now. We're going to be sending, we, we printed uh, 10 copies of the full game as proofs. Uh, and right. we're going to be sending those off to some reviewers, previewers, you know, people who are going to give us some content so that we can put that on our Kickstarter page when we launch, hopefully in August. Uh, yeah, probably in August. And then Ed and Ben have come on board as partners from Gamerati mm-hmm. and have been crushing it. And they're going to help us with finding review partners because um, 
I think they know they have like a better. They've been great, and they have a better touch on who can probably turn around in that time. And I think that's something you and I maybe don't. I, I maybe I don't have a uh, good understanding of how fast someone can turn something around. Absolutely, yeah. No, I've never done this um, this area either. So, and they have expertise. They've helped out at least I think something like six hundred Kickstarters. Uh, with their company, so they know they know a thing or two about this. So uh, it should be really nice to have them on board and and have them helping yeah. us. The other nice thing is they're keeping us accountable for the tasks that we need to do week to week. Yeah, they're kind of our bosses, even though we own this company, which is <laughs> weird, but that's okay. Thank you, Ed and Ben. We appreciate you both. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because I I can't I can't kick your rear end gear and, and you can't really rip, kick my rear end gear. So we need a third party. Nah, uh, we got to move pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that, it's that Southern California mentality. San Diego is a, yeah, it's like a city, man. We got a lot of beaches. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right, so, so yeah, so we got that coming along. That's really exciting. Doing, uh, and then, okay, go for it. Oh, okay. So the we, new name. have we told this new name? No, we haven't because the last time we officially announced it, we, we still hadn't checked the BGG and realized that creature feature was taken. <laughs> so we, dra- we dragged our feet on trying to get the BGG page for the name creature feature um, for Eric Slauson's amazing game. Um, and it turns out another company went ahead and snatched up that name for a game that they're uh, producing. So we had to go back to the drawing board. We had a few different ideas and Eric came to us one day uh, and said, I've got it. Mons draw city. So like monstrosity, but the word draw is in the middle and it's, you know, all in, in bold. And that's, I mean, I think that's everything that first of all, obviously it explains exactly what the game is, which is important. Um, And then most important personally for me, it's a pun. Yep, yep, I know, I know. It's all your. It checks all your boxes, sir. And uh, I also I like it. It makes me happy when I see it, which um, is a big deal. So hey, go us. Yeah, and we learned from our go mistakes. Ahead. Yep. Sorry, I thought you were gonna say something. Um, we we learned from our mistakes and immediately grabbed the BGG page. So we've already gotten it approved. The BGG page is up. Uh, so that that exists. We've got it. Go us. Look at us. This is a business. We are a business. Look at us go. Uh, And on top of that, we've already gotten our first batch of art pieces in for the game. Uh, So we reached out to an artist who I knew I'm I'm kind of friends with who does fantastic monster drawings. And it's kind of something she she is an artist, but she also does monster drawings just as as sort of a hobby. And so I thought she would be the first person that we reached out to. Uh, since we kind of needed to figure out exactly what our criteria was, we had to put together a style guide. Um, and so she really helped us to figure out exactly how to be able to explain what artists are going to need to do without being too, um, specific because that's the whole thing about this game is, is that you're drawing monsters and they have to be weird and they have to have weird features and it has to be difficult to explain, uh, but at the same time, they have to fit on these cards and kind of fit certain criteria. Right. Yeah, they're kind of mug shots. And then, uh, and then you, you overpay her significantly, so that was cool. I, well, I did not overpay her. We, we got, uh, I would say, our, our exact money's worth because she's a fantastic artist and gave us fantastic art. Hey, she's great. She's great. Uh, we, we 
we blew our art budget is uh, coming to Kickstarter soon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we learned we learned a lot of things with that. Uh, one thing is she's she, even as I said to, while giving her some notes to fix up, I said you know we we showed it to the designer Eric Slauson, um, and he really liked the art, but some of them were a little suggestive. Um, we obviously we're allowed to have kind of gory, gross, scary monsters, but what he wanted to get away with, and it's a it's a get away from, and it's a good note is things that are implying nudity. And there's there's nudity, and then there's like nudity, um, and we didn't want to be having any sort of a sexual nudity connotation. She drew a walking vagina. What's that? She 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 drew a walking vagina. <laughs> uh, so whether this makes it into the podcast or not, we'll 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 see. But she drew a walking giant, and that's something that no one's ever going to see because um, we have already given the note, uh, and and it's going to be cleaned up a little bit. Um, but as she herself said, uh, I'm sorry, I I knew it might be a problem, but I just can't stop drawing boobs. <laughs> so um, that I just that one piece. There is uh, that one, yeah. but then yeah, she. she for us, awesome. It fits the brand. It's super fun. It's super cool. But, you know, there's there one thing. We had to clean it up just a little bit. Um, but she's doing that. She took the notes really well. And so um, she's going to be delivering the final pieces to us pretty soon. Uh, I've got our next artist on board, uh, Gilbert Jansen, who did all the art for King of the Creepies. Uh, he's on board. He's getting started now. And we're just about to start reaching out to a bunch of other artists and get them going. So um, we, we may start kind of teasing some art soon and peppering it in with our posts of, of this and that's just to get uh, people excited and understand that we really are putting a lot of love and care into this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of love and care. This is going to be a really good game. You guys are going to be excited. But um, man, we should figure out whether we can tease art even because part of this game is experiential. So that's going to be a conversation. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, you know, it. I, we had a sort of sample cover art piece and we're going to need to have, like we'd said, we wanted to have some promo cards that we could send out with something else at some point. We're going to need art on the cover, on the sides of the box, on the back of the box. So, you know, we can kind of start teasing some so have, of that yeah, stuff. We have, we have five or 10 pieces we can tease for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, but yeah, you know, direct, yeah. But you're right. We definitely don't want somebody to to be playing the game and be like, oh, it's the monster from the box or, oh, it's that monster from all the promo picks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem with this. It's a, but it's such, again, it's such a great game. The art we're buying is very good and very expensive. Um, can you tell I'm the cheap one in this company? Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, yeah, um, and yes, we are we are gonna make. I think our goal is around two hundred um, unique pieces of art for this game, which is a lot, a lot for when you're getting it with you know quality artists that are making really cool, weird creatures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. so that's uh, what's going on with Monstrosity. Such a good man. It, is. it really is. I'm super excited <laughs> I, about this. I'm really proud of you guys. I feel like you guys. Like I, I didn't want to be part of this naming process ever, um, and I feel like you two just really figured it out. So great name. It's all, it's all Eric. Uh, honestly, he he's been the one who's come up with every good name. The best I came up with was Monsteritaville, uh, which was not the best. Which I did like because it reminded me of my dead dad. Uh, yeah, that's not so, necessarily the feeling we want to evoke when we uh, when we play a game, though. 
So. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, we what what have we been playing lately? Have we uh, had any new games oh, yeah. come into our life? Uh, well, we, we we continue to play Batman, which is ma- which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and we played almost a half a turn of a game the other day. That that was great. <laughs> it sure was. We tried to almost play half a, turn. a quarter of a turn. Yeah. What we did g- we? We got as far as flipping the first card over. We did. We knew where to line up the card. What did we play, John? We played Seventh Continent, uh-huh. uh, which we played it with with our good old buddy uh, Spencer Reeve, um, and he Reeve. brought he brought the game over. He had previous to this. Sorry, I said, and we're super excited to play this game with him. Once you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are. I, we like the game. Probably. I don't know. I would like to Lovecraft. That's cool. You were. Um, yeah, so we he had, previous to this, had watched several How to Play videos. He had read the whole book through and through. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, anyway. And, so then he opened up the box. We spent, I would say, what, an hour and a half? Uh, hour and a half. Yeah. Getting yeah. all the components set up? Organizing. There's uh, cards. If you haven't played this game, and no one ever has... Uh, no one's finished setup. I I assume, but we had to organize what seven hundred. I actually think seven hundred cards. Yeah, and they it, weren't all in order either. It, you'd have some numbered cards. You'd have like four hundred through four fifty, but there would be ten cards missing scattered throughout. And then in a separate pack, you would have the cards that were missing that you then had to organize back in. For some bizarre reason. Yeah. So that's basically the whole game is just trying to figure out how to play the damn thing. No, yeah, no. We got one card in. Three game designers couldn't get a card in. Yeah. We uh, the game's about still. Yeah. Yeah, we got all the way to where Spencer went first. He went to the first place, turned a card over. It said that he had to hunt a seagull. Uh we we figured out how to draw a card to see if we were able to do it weren't able to hunt the seagull and then we kind of were at a loss as what to do next yep so we played a prototype of yours and everything was good uh so there you go so that's our review of seventh continent it's a game that happens yeah um so on our scale i think it would have to be need to play again just so that we could have a more full explanation of what the hell was going on yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to bag it by any means. I do think it's a game we'll like, but I do think we needed to put in. And like I was telling you guys, I was like, "Hey, man, like, what videos do I need to be watching?" Like, I think we need. It's probably one of those games where you're gonna put in six hours of prep, and then you're gonna play it. Much like, um, God, what was that thing game? Not the one that the opted, but the other one. Oh that, yeah. Yeah, that took about six hours of prep before you could even play it. And that's, you know, that's that's our reality. That's board games. That's, that's the barrier in entry. So is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we will end up playing Seventh Continent for reals. Uh, but just, you know, if you're, if you're planning on getting Seventh Continent and you want to play it with your friends, just know there's a lot of setup um, the first time you open the box. 
And there's a lot of research that you need to do. And we, we were looking at stuff and we were confused about it. Uh, <laughs> we went and looked online on BGG and all, all sorts of threads. And it seemed like a lot of people were having the same questions we were. So it wasn't just that we're idiots. Yeah. No, no. You had three game designers like sitting there going, uh, what? And yeah, and we couldn't get past the card. So there, there you go. But we'll, we will play again. We are very excited about it. Yeah. Gonna, we're going to run the campaign. Not saying it's a bad game, just saying it's a game you don't just show up and go, cool, guys, what's up? Where do I roll my dice? Right. Yeah. I think uh, it's not a Sagrada or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like that's uh, all the game news that we have right now. What's What else is going on in your life? Uh, well, a trailer dropped today, John. And um, it might be the best trailer I've ever seen. And I kind of can't wait for this movie to come out. Yeah. So there's a guy that some people like and, and some certainly don't. But Ryan Johnson dropped his trailer today for his murder mystery. And I think not only is it a murder mystery, but it's a murderer's row of talent. Hey, I pun. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. So it's a murderer's row of talent. Um and so I couldn't be more excited. And I've never talked about something that hasn't come out yet on our uh, po- on our podcast. But I really, I'm a huge fan of Ryan as a director. Like I love Brothers Bloom. Um, I'm a huge Last Jedi fan. Uh, just there's like three minutes I would edit, but whatever. I love the movie. I think, Brick, it's really- I think Brick is hard to beat. Brick is fucking amazing. Uh, do we swear on our show? I can't remember. I swear constantly. We swear constantly? Oh, good. Thank God. Um, but yeah, but this this trailer in particular looks like it's a day one thing for me. Uh, and then it has basically everyone I love. What? Who's the murder victim? Christopher Plummer? Christopher Plummer. And yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans... Uh, it's got what? What's the fellow's name from? Um, sorry from, to bother you. Movie of the last two years. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, um, um, it's gonna appear really bad when two white dudes don't name his name right away. So <laughs> good for us, but he's in it. He's the, he's like the main lead investigating this murder. Right with so, Daniel Craig. And, and yeah, and then Daniel Craig. Yeah, Jesus, it's so. It's so exciting. So that that's what I'm all about. And and look, Ana de Armas. Um, I don't know if you've seen her, John. I saw her in the trailer. I don't know who she is though. Well, besides Jadelle Monet and my girlfriend, she's maybe the third most beautiful human on the planet. So you got her in there. You got um, and you know and and Amanda knows she ranks two under Janelle. Um, and then you got uh, you got a little Michael Shannon, the creepiest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like the best cast movie ever. So you know, one thing though about the trailer that that bugged me a little bit was it lists everybody in the movie pretty much except for Lick, Ricky Lindholm, who is clearly in the movie. She's in like the background of every shot of it, and uh, I don't know. I, she's she's the other half of, of Garfunkel and Oates, the two women um, who we, we've oh, been talking yeah. about Kate Micucci recently, just in her yeah. personal lives. She's the other half of that comedy 
duo and she's she's got a show called another period like she's got a lot of work that she's done she's i feel like she's worth mentioning and doing such an ensemble cast like this where it's like you have 12 huge names you should list all 12 names yeah and, and by the way it's lakeith stanfield um that's the guy he's also from atlanta uh mm. he plays the the trippy stunner guy uh, in Atlanta, he is in my favorite movie of the last few years, Sorry to Bother You, based in Oakland, which is magical realism set in California, which is amazing. Uh, and he is crushing in the trailer, so I'm super excited for that. But yeah, you're right. She should have gotten time. Yeah. Yeah, but whatever. Other than that, I feel like the movie looks... That's don't drop his name either. Yeah. Um, yeah. It comes out, I think, Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving. So we still have a little yeah. bit to wait, but yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I'll be there day one. Um, any project from him, I mean, Brothers, I just, I just huge fan. I think his choices are always correct. So really can't wait to see what he does with an insane ensemble cast and basically no rules. Like, what do you? You know, mm-hmm. oh, Luke. God, he did Looper. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Right. Guy does all things, man. Yeah, super talented. Yeah, super talented. What are you into? So while I was sick, uh, I did. I basically did two things while I was super sick. Um, the first was I painted an insane amount of Batman miniatures for this Batman you game. Did, and I enjoyed playing with the painted ones. And now when I play with you, I don't like that you, you're unpainted ones. Right, there are only a few left that are unpainted, but when they are, Tweedledum need to be painted. Yeah, yes, Tweedledee and Tweedledum need to be painted. Um, There are some missions that have like homeless people or like bystanders uh, that that show up, and I didn't paint them, and and they obviously made a big difference when we were playing. So there's a few more that I got to get back in and do. Um, But I've been painting them. But the other thing I was doing while I was painting them was I burned through really fast uh, all of the show Superstore. I don't know if you ever heard of this one. I, I, I hate that you're going to recommend Superstore. It's it, it honestly, have you no. watched it? No. So, no. So that's the thing. I saw the commercials and I thought this looks stupid. This looks like it's just trying really hard to be the office. And that's not necessarily wrong. It's it is trying, especially in the first season, it is trying to be the office. Is it not format yeah i mean it's not as a mockumentary it's not uh, where they're on camera or anything it's not like they know they're being filmed in the show but it, it's certainly trying to be a you know quirky ensemble workplace comedy with these kind of larger than life characters but i will say it's especially after the first season it's really funny it's super watchable um and it it while it's not quite as good as, you know, The Office, Parks and Rec, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it goes down smooth. You, I feel like you shouldn't say not quite. Like, I feel like the the valley should be further. Like, I feel like don't compare a 10 to a 4. Well, and that's what I thought going in. But as I watched it, I got more and more into it. Uh, I thought legitimately would recommend this show now uh it is it's Uh, pretty funny it's pretty darn funny the characters grow on you there's a couple of characters in particular that are pretty great uh it's got some interesting arc full arc plot lines 
um, that uh, one thing that's interesting and, in, you know, shows like Parks and Rec and, and Office, they, they kind of somewhat had a little bit of current events stuff while it was on, but all these shows are kind of over now. This show takes on some current events in an interesting way as well. Um, but it's it was very funny. There's quite a few episodes that had me legitimately laughing the entire time. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. My my I I, I put it on so expecting it to suck. This episode not in the same room, and my eyes are closed. And I'm staring at my hand, and I'm very unhappy. I just can't. I, no, Superstore's not. It can't be. It can't be. Is it good? It's I. It's not great. But it is so watchable. It is so bingeable. Okay. Okay. That okay. you just sit and you watch it. And I, you know what? And I will say, I, the test is, I showed it. I told my friend, because he was re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, and we're caught up on that. Um, and he was looking for another show. And he does the same thing I do, where he'll watch basically those three shows just over and over again. And as soon as he right. finishes one, he starts them all over again. So would this be like a psych? No. It's not psych. It's not a show that I'm like super duper love. It's not like the the best thing in the world. All right. Well, we have forty listeners that you're disappointing here when you give them a C show. I, I'm not. I wouldn't say it's a C because I would say The Office, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Psych are all A shows. Those are all A's. Absolutely A shows. I you would say that? this is first season's a B minus, but then it moves into a B, occasionally a B plus. Okay. Yeah, respect. You need you sometimes you need a background show. It, it, the thing is, it fills that hole that the office and and Parks and Rec kind of leave behind. So while it's not the same as them, you know, it it takes up that space and it's happy to pick up that mantle and be like, yeah, look, we're trying. We're we're here for you. You, you, we know that you're missing some some new uh, comedy that goes down as well as those shows, and we're happy to to be there for you uh, yeah. when you need us. Nice. Okay. All right. Respect. I'll, I, I'm I'm not, I'm never gonna watch it, uh, but I, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> it sounded so genuine. <laughs> no, no. I yeah yeah. If it sounded genuine at all, please know that I'm never gonna watch it. And then, <laughs> embarrassed for you for recommending it so there, there you go i told my friend to watch it who has very similar taste as me um and he also cleared all four seasons in under a week wow yeah so it's not just me it's not just me is what i'm saying okay but then again he's also sitting at home with a newborn so he needs he needs stuff to uh to, to watch while he's up at 3 a.m with a screaming baby oh yeah there you go yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. Well, if you've got a kid and a lot of time, Superstar or whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell you called it. I don't even I I've already deleted the title from my brain. I <laughs> pet about you want to pet about Better Call Saul some more or what? Su- OK, how about this? Superstore. Better than watching season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> True. You won't be disappointed. We- we really need to recap uh, the draft, yeah, and um, talk about literally how terrible that season. Like, I sometimes I, I just I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "Oh, but they did that too." It's so bad. It's so bad. It's not, anyway. Somebody in my office uh, just started the show three weeks ago, uh, uh. and she finished it last night, 
and we had and it like reawakened all my anger today. Yeah. Super bad. Super bad. Like just I can't Well no, no, Super Bad is fantastic. We're talking about Game of Thrones. No, I was talking about the movie with um uh uh Jonah Hill. Super bad. Yeah. Is that super, super bad is fantastic. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right, that that was a ter- that was a terrible joke that went nowhere. No, that, that was really truly terrible. Yeah, yeah. This has been a great app, by the way. If you want if, jokes uh, that are better than that, just watch some Superstore. You won't be disappointed. I'm pretty sure it's worse than that. The stakes are low, but the entertainment is high. Is is it because the Superstore's price of stakes really low? Yes, that, that's also true. It's it's a it's like a Walmart store, so that you, they are, they do have low prices. They have, they have low they have low low price stakes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we should be proud of it on that one. Cool. <laughs> All right. And this and this is where this episode episode peters out. <laughs> Let's drive this right the hell off the rails. We're back, uh, making the dough. Yeah. We're we're recording. Um. So personally. Other than that, what's got me so excited, every day I spend now at Clover Press, I love it, it's amazing, and I have to say, it's so exciting for me to watch Castle on ABC after a hard day's work, and I I just, Nathan Fillion is crushing it, Um, it, it, he's, he's, uh, I don't know if I've, have I, I don't know if I've told you about the show, once or twice, once or twice, yeah, but he's, he's a writer, but he solves mysteries, uh, and God, I, it couldn't be a better show. Can't wait for new episodes. Gonna be awesome. Well, great. I, I can't wait for that one. You can watch that while I'll watch Superstore. Okay, cool, cool. But but what should I? But I watch it to go to bed, and you can watch it on your mattress that you could buy at literally any store, except for Mattress Firm. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just just as long as you don't shop at Mattress Firm. There you go. All All right. right. Well, I think that's about it. That's it.